This is the No Wasted Ink Ramblecast for June 2023, written and narrated by Wendy Van Camp. Welcome to the monthly No Wasted Ink newsletter and Ramblecast. My name is Wendy Van Camp, and I'm the Poet Laureate for the city of Anaheim, California. This newsletter and Ramblecast is not affiliated with the city and is my own personal newsletter. All views stated here are my own. Ramble I used to be a full-time small business owner and artist. I sold my artisan-made jewelry and illustrated art at science fiction conventions, concerts, and at week-long college vendor fairs in the Southern California area. Being an artist is not an easy life. But I loved sitting outside in my booth, the conversations with my customers, and seeing their eyes light up when they spotted that special piece of my jewelry. It was like watching kittens being adopted after you raise them. Six years ago, I did my last booth show. I remember the heavy rain and winds of that day. I fought the weather the entire day, struggling to keep my wares dry and safe. By the end of the day, I decided to throw in the towel. I swore I would stick to hotel-based venues where I wouldn't have to deal with rain again. Well, never say never. This past May, I did my first booth art show in six years. I was set up at Wrightwood, California for their second annual wine and art festival. The festival is sponsored by a national-level poetry magazine, and sure enough, I sold many of my poetry books to the writers and poets who came to the fair that day. I also competed in their annual Poetry Slam in the evening. Prep for the show was intensive. My wares were fine. I have been doing a limited number of hotel venues with my artisan jewelry, so it was organized. Likewise, my author displays and books were ready. I just needed to put it all together and toss in my art. What was hard was my canopy. I've had the same easy up frame for 20 years. I have two different covers for it. One is striped in blue and yellow for Ren Fairs, and the other is a professional quality white cover. It is complete with a fire marshal approved rating and vents on top to keep me cool and the canopy more stable in the wind. When I took the frame from its storage bag, the Renfair canopy was still on it, pristine and as colorful as ever. But since my event was a juried art show, I had to have the white top. This is when I discovered the frame barely moved. It took a huge effort to expand it even halfway. I took it to my driveway and shot all the joints with WD-40 and let it sit for an hour. That did the trick. All the joints moved freely and the button supports clicked in and out easily as the WD-40 did its job. However, while the frame was recovering from its long slumber, I discovered my expensive art show canopy had been left out in the open for the past six years. It was covered in this disgusting bright yellow goo. My husband jokingly said the cat must have vomited on it. 
I wondered if it might be some strange yellow mold. I couldn't go to an art show with my canopy looking like that, and I didn't have money to replace it, even if I could find one on short notice. I found some Lysol and got to work. Due to the large size of the canopy, it took a long time to clean, but I managed to get the yellow goo off. It turned out not to be cat vomit. An old canvas bag had disintegrated and over time it had putrefied on the canopy vinyl. I tried to attach the newly cleaned white cover to the frame and felt the support straps disintegrate in my hands. Thankfully, the four corners still had good Velcro. Even without the mid-wall support straps, the canopy top seemed secure. As it turned out, the wind I dealt with that day was gusty, but more of a strong breeze. The corners held the canopy in place, and I made it through the fair. It felt good working under my canopy again. The bright sunshine, the casual conversations with customers, straightening my wares from time to time. It all came back like riding a bicycle. While I'm more of a writer and poet these days, I might head out with my booth from time to time. There could be a few book festivals and art shows in my future. Yours in poetry, Wendy. Essay. Simple Techniques for Crafting Dynamic Dialogue. Have you ever been reading a book and the dialogue just feels off? Like the characters are speaking in stilted, unrealistic ways that don't match how real people talk? As a writer, it can be tough to create convincing dialogue, keeping readers engaged and invested in your story. But fear not, there are techniques you can use to make your dialogue more engaging. I found these three to be particularly effective. First, it's important to strike a balance between realism and readability. While you want your characters to sound like real people, you also don't want the dialogue to be so convoluted it takes readers out of the story. I like to listen to real conversations and pay attention to how people talk, then later incorporate those elements into my character's dialogue. I also make sure to streamline and simplify the dialogue so that it's clear and easy to follow. Another technique I've found useful is using subtext to create tension. In real life, people don't always say what they're thinking or feeling outright. Sometimes there's an underlining meaning or intention behind their words. By incorporating subtext, you can create more nuance to your character's interactions. For example, maybe two characters are having an innocuous conversation about the weather, yet one of them is trying to avoid talking about something else. This kind of subtext can add complexity to your dialogue and keep readers engaged. Finally, I've found that showing, not telling, is the key to writing effective dialogue. Rather than having your characters explain what is happening, Try to show these things through their actions and the way they speak. Instead of having a character say, I'm really angry right now, you might have them clench their fists or grit their teeth. This can show the emotion the character is feeling. It makes the dialogue more interesting and can help to avoid info dumping 
or slowing down the story. By using these techniques, I've been able to create dialogue that feels authentic and engaging for readers. Of course, there's always room for improvement. Every writer will have their own unique approach to creating effective dialogue, but I hope these tips will be helpful to you as you work on crafting compelling conversations between your characters. Sci-Fi Coup Bluer and brighter, at fraction the speed of light, we sail toward the warmth. This science fiction haiku poem first appeared in a magazine called the Starlight Sci-Fi Coup Review in spring of 2023. It was part of a series of sci-fi coup entitled Cosmological Speed and is about the study of the Earth's movement through space. Poem is by Wendy Van Camp. This has been the June 2023 episode of the No Wasted Ink Ramblecast narrated by Wendy Van Camp. To view Wendy's appearance schedule, recent journal publications, or podcast appearances, please visit the June 2023 newsletter on our Substack webpage at nowastedink.substack.com.